Welcome to the CTG Nation podcast, episode 39. I'm Aaron. Bobby. That's Bobby. But first, but wait, there's more. So, everybody knows about Combat Iron Apparel. Everybody knows that we have a discount code, CTG15 for 15% off. Charlie Tango Golf 1-5 for 15% off. Most of us, or by most of us, I mean everybody that listens to this podcast can get 15% or more, but when you use our discount code specifically, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kick back to us. So we get, we can basically buy more stuff, we can get a, a discount code that's higher. Um, there's only so much stuff that we want, um, but if I can buy more stuff, or if Bobby can buy more stuff, or if Kyle can buy more stuff, we can literally fucking give that to people. That's how I look at it. Because I only need so many, like, stupid little booty shorts. Yeah. Or so many, like, you know, whoopee hoodies or whatever the fuck. Even though I think that's a different company. But that's fine. Um, so this episode, so 39, we're going to call it, because uh, I like our contemporaneous shenanigans, this is going to be number four. So... Got a little bit of notes, but not like in-depth notes. So it's going to be like the minimal amount of information that Dispatch usually gives you, and then you show up, and then it's a shit show. So that's kind of the plan, because I'm kind of worked up. I've worked all goddamn day, did a little bit of overtime to do a transport. The motherfucker wasn't even ready. You know, I still got paid the same. Still got the same overtime, but just, and then just stuff at work. And today was just like, Civil complaint after civil complaint after, like literally, my corporal that I'm working with that is that is my partner just because we're shorthanded as of right now, um, was literally told that he needs to go back to deputy school over a civil dispute over uh, just not knowing where your like property line is and putting a whole goddamn like. $5,000 Lowe's shed on somebody else's property. And then you're mad when somebody builds a fence and it keeps you from getting... So just like civil to the nth degree. Yeah. And uh, Sounds like a whole lot of... Not his fucking bull, problem. A whole bunch of bullshit. Um, <clears throat> and then I had something similar happen to And they were just like, eh, well, I think you need to look at blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I think you need to look at the civil laws. And, uh, well, I'm going to go talk to my lawyer. You do that. Actually, you should have talked to your lawyer first before you called me and wasted my time. But, I fucking hate people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, one thing I want to float before we start get. Ooh, yes, we're drinking brown water tonight, so be ready for that. Yep. A little bit. So, of, what we got? Today's, today's my Friday, but Smooth yeah. Smooth Ambler? Yeah, some... A little uh, contradiction? Some, yeah, so Smooth Ambler... Contradiction bourbon is what we're drinking tonight. That was, I think you got, you got that for me for my birthday. I, I did. I like came in and I was like, hey, what the fuck is that? And you're like, it's your fucking birthday. I was like, oh yeah, because I turned 31 uh, during this little break of service that we just decided not to do yeah. a podcast all of October. Yeah, geriatric fuck. Um, so yeah, 31, maybe the most pointless birthday of all time. Yeah, I'll let you know here to. Here, like two months when yeah. it's gone, how yeah. pointless the fuck it's it gonna is. be pointless. Like yeah. we're gonna go hard and we're gonna we're gonna like think we're young again and drink like five beers and then just feel fucking fat and go to sleep. 
Pretty much. That's what Sounds we did. about right. That's what we did the other night. Like, Sounds I drank, right. like, I don't know. Because I've, I've just gone to, like, just straight liquor. Yeah. Where, dude, I drank five beers, like, in college. I felt like a fat hog. A fat hog. Um, and then, like, after that, I just ate, like... I walk around like a fat hog. So it's like, <laughs> fat hog. That's my street name. Ooh. So... There's your first rabbit hole of an episode. Um, one thing I was going to float, and I was gonna actually going to do a, um, a shorter podcast. So I did that one. I called it uh, the Action Sermon. And I think, I mean, you, me, or Kyle, I think we could really get anybody to do it. Just be like, yo, man, can you kind of just record just a fucking 10 to 15-minute little moto sesh on, you know, whatever's on your mind. And then we put it up. Um, so that's something I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to some other people about. Cause like anybody, 10, 15 minutes, especially if you're, you know, I mean, uh, anybody like around our age, like we're be, like becoming of age is like we're almost not young professionals anymore. Like we're we're 30. Like we've already been doing what we're doing for like five that five to ten window. Yeah, I think about 30, most people have... Like, you're where you're going to be. Yeah, some people are even starting their second career. Mm-hmm. Like, have already tried out where they were at first and was like, yeah, oh, fam, this is, this is some yeah. bullshit. So... Move on to their next. Yeah, so we're going to kind of... I don't know. I might name it something else, or we'll 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 workshop it. Um, I just called it the Action Sermon because of what was kind of on my mind for that one specific episode, and I got some positive feedback on that, and not... There's different kind of podcasts where, like, people will put out, you know, maybe they have an interview once a week, and it's an hour, two hours, whatever, and then they have, like, a, hey, let's do a, like a, in our circle, a lot of people do, like, a a Friday safety brief type thing, or, like, to wrap up the week, and it's just, like, a couple, it's, like, 15 minutes, whatever. Like, anybody's got 15 minutes. Not everybody has, uh, like, Jocko time. Yeah. Like, I, I listened yeah. to a great, I think it was uh, episode 303, and it was just talking about, like, just the abysmal leadership in military and why people just, they get stuck in, like, that military cycle, and they, you know, just demonize people that think outside the box, and, and they were making a lot of historical comparisons where, like, because we won... In World War One, they were like, "Oh, we can just do the same like tactics wise. We'll just do the same thing because obviously it was okay because we won." It's like, eh, did we win or did we just not lose? That bad? shit grinds my yeah, fucking so, gears. Yeah. So anyway, that was a, that was an outstanding. That's the one I listened to today. Outstanding podcast. It was Jocko three hundred three, and I think they did a part two or three or four, and I just didn't have. I mean, you know how like. Dude, you're working day shift in the county. Once it hits 1 o'clock or 1 p.m., fucking stand by because all the dumb shit, it's like a waterfall. <laughs> like, I had shit coming. I'm, I dealt with two other agencies more than I dealt with my own agency today. Um, anyway, rabbit hole number two. So our first topic of the day, um, so this is going to go, this episode is going to go downhill as it goes on. So I'm just warning people now. Like, we're going to talk about some important stuff here with... Um, you know, making sure you're working in the right place. We've been seeing a lot of uh, 
I've been seeing a lot of, on Instagram anyway, because I mean that's our number one platform where like people are pushing uh, you know flyers from uh, agencies from across the country that are paying really good money uh, to be a first responder, um, and then we'll start going into the rabbit hole of some things and and we'll talk about some stuff that uh valkyrie tactical solutions has going on before we uh before this gets off the rails too bad <laughs> um so first we're going to talk about a big um a, a quali qualified immunity situation that uh was determined in the supreme court this past it was past week um yes so it was this past week. I yeah, believe. so Supreme Court sides with police and overturns denial of immunity in two cases. So this is something that has come up, um, you know, over the last couple years um, with what kind of immunity police specifically, law enforcement specifically has or, or shouldn't have. Because um, it's just one of those things where there's inherent risks and you're, mm -hmm. you're putting yourself at risk more than the average Joe. Um, so the big thing is to keep you from be, being sued into oblivion in civil court. Because there's a lot, we always hear the like, oh, well, he got off criminally, but then he got, somebody sued the fuck out, out of him, him in civil yeah. court. Because civil yeah. court is just, you know, if you yell kind of loud enough and you get the right judge, like, you'll get you'll get some cheddar. Yeah, the, the fucking <clears throat> civil suit process, well, the whole whatever you want to call it, half of it's just fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. Well, half of it's bullshit, and then half of it um, is what I have to explain to people every day. It's like, hey, you gotta, you're going to have to civilly sue this person. Oh, civilly sue this person because of, um, you know, it's kind of a man-to-man -man kind of agreement transaction. It's nothing that I can legally hold anybody responsible to. I can't hold their feet to the fire or... Um, that's kind of kind of half half our calls for service is always because there's always that well somebody's trimming their tree and their leaves and stuff are landing in my yard or you know today we had one where literally the power company like whatever the local co-op was was literally trimming trees to keep them off of your fucking power lines to probably keep your oxygen machine on because you're a fucking land whale and and you're complaining to me because they're not on the right of way, dude, or, or or whatever. I'm just anyway. So let's get into this uh, <laughs> before I start bitching about the civil process. <laughs> that's not what this episode is. It's not even in. There's nothing in the civil process is even in my fucking notes. So qualified immunity. I'm gonna be reading um, kind of mostly straight from this article, and we'll kind of jump in kind of paragraph by paragraph on uh, American military news. Um, pretty pretty right-leaning. I'm just going to warn everybody. Pretty right-leaning, but it's to the point on issues um, like this because um, it's usually written by people that were, you know, law enforcement, military, uh, first responder, all that. All right, so Supreme Court cited Monday, and by Monday they mean, what, Monday of last week? So we're recording this on October 26th, so that would have been last week. Um, all right, so they cited with the police in two cases in which uh, plaintiffs claimed that officers used excessive force, overturning separate 
uh, lower court rulings that had allowed the officers to be sued for civil rights violations. Um, in two unsigned opinions, which I thought was interesting, so nobody yeah. really wanted to put their name on it or put a, a you know, usually there's like one judge that kind of, <coughs> yeah. um, what, I forgot the exact term. I was it. literally trying to think of it now. Yeah, I've, it's, I've, it's, I've already been working like 20 hours today, so, um, you know, the, uh, the SAT vocabulary word bank is not going to be at a premium <laughs> tonight, so fucking sorry for that. Um, so in two unsigned opinions, the court stressed police are entitled to be shielded from liability unless it is clear um, to a reasonable officer um, that their actions are unlawful. In both cases, the court ruled that officers were entitled to qualified immunity, the legal doctrine that protects police from liability from civil rights violations in many circumstances. And uh, this article breaks it down, so some of that stuff you don't really get will we'll kind of, it, it explains it in here quite well, and we'll kind of put our spin on it here in a second. All right, so first case. Um, the Supreme Court overturned a lower court ruling that found an officer in California who placed his knee on a prone suspect um, pretty much saying that they could be sued from doing that. Um, in another, it overturned a lower court ruling um, that two police officers in Oklahoma could be sued over their actions before a fatal shooting uh, escalated the potential for violence. So and they, they'll break both of those down here in a second. Um, anything they don't explain in here, I'll explain. So there's a lot of questions in those first two little little paragraphs there. All right. At a time when the nation is still grappling with fatal police interactions and bipartisan talks in Congress over increasing accountability have fizzled, the Supreme Court has mostly balked at lawsuits questioning the legal immunity extended to officers. Critics say qualified immunity lets police off the hook <clears throat> in virtually every case in which their actions are not specifically prohibited. Police organizations have long uh, countered that officers need immunity in cases when they must defend themselves um, along with making split-second decisions um, that can produce unforeseen tragedy, basically. Um, Alright, in the first one, um, Two officers in Oklahoma were part of a group of police that responded to a 911 call from the ex-wife of uh, this person. Um, this 49-year-old individual, it was, it was a male, so 49-year-old male, um, and his wife were both intoxicated. So, okay, sweet, so that just helps everything. Um, so. He was in his garage. Police walked into the garage uh, through a side entrance and confronted uh, the man who moved to the back of the room. All right, so we're in a garage. What kind of stuff do you keep in a garage? Ooh, all kinds of shit. <coughs> Hand tools, hammers, chainsaws, air compressors. And I mean, if you're a good Southern man, you machetes. also have a garage gun too, which I don't think we have at the moment, but it's okay. No. We'll figure it out. 
No, but there's plenty of shit I can use in there to turn it to a Well, hazard. they wouldn't be able to find anything in there right now. Nah, anyway. <laughs> 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 all right, it's so a fucking hazard all the time. <laughs> yeah, like if you come, you're you are not on home. You better have a fucking bright flashlight, in that yeah, motherfucker. Right. All right. So body cam footage shows that at some point after this individual reaches the back of the garage, he grabs a hammer in one of his hands and holds it over his head. Um, you know, kind of like. You're going to fucking swing it at somebody. Um, so he puts it in his other hand, uh, quote, in front of him as if to signal. Or So he's got the one arm up with the hammer, and then he's holding one, you know, like stop with his other hand um, to kind of signal officers to stop and create distance. Um, police drew their weapons, but soon after, one of the officers is heard uh, saying, quote, go less lethal and switch from a handgun to a stun gun. I believe that was only one officer in this situation. Um, and then the individual's attorney, of course, points this out because, um, and I dealt with this recently, attorneys lean very, very, very heavily on body cam, even if now it showed, every, it showed the incident um, like the unfortunate incident, not whatever kind of domestic violence that happened beforehand, um, but they really lean on, oh, well, the body cam said this, this, and this, and the body cam isn't always necessarily going to commit the crime. Like, how often is the crime committed right in front of you? Usually showing up after it's committed. It, everything's already done. Yeah. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Police repeatedly demanded that this individual dropped the hammer and he declined. All right. Um, it's pointed out that the conversation takes place between this individual and the officers and that it's relatively calm according to a lower federal court's account, but also appeared to pull the hammer behind his head at one point. In response, two of the officers fired their weapons multiple times. The individual died of his wounds. The state uh, medical examiner later found methamphetamine in his body. So that's going to alter everything. He's going to be pumped up. He's going to be sweating. It's going to fuck up your brain. And depending on your, you know, any type of pre-existing conditions, like if you're already diagnosed with schizophrenia or bipolar, like usually anything you introduce to your body is going to take that to the next level. It's going to take it to another level you don't want to go. Yeah, but as a cop, you're supposed to be a mind reader and know that he's on meth and right. not shoot him. Right. But they made that, he made that decision to put that in his body. So, sorry. Yeah, he made a decision to get aerated <coughs> and look what fucking happened. Right. Got it. All right. So, the uh, individual's estate sued the officers asserting their conduct violated his civil rights. A district court ruled the officers were entitled to qualified immunity. All right. Uh, but the Denver-based... Shocker. Uh, the Denver-based U.S. Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit um, reversed that decision, ruling that courts may consider police conduct in the moments leading up to a fatal encounter if that conduct created the need to use force in the first place. Because the appeals court across the country have... Um, dealt with that question differently, this individual's attorneys appealed 
um, to the Supreme Court seeking a nationwide standard. So that's pretty common with um, different courts of appeals and districts and you know, you'll get something good that comes out of the southeast and then wh whatever that crazy district is, like up in the northwest, what is it, Ninth or California? The Ninth is the, the fucked up one. They, yeah, they'll... <clears throat> they always yeah, got the some ninth. bullshit they're fucking... Yeah, it's always descending something. Descending on. It's I mean, they come always, up with some bullshit. Yeah, it's always something coming out of there. Um, all right. Going on, uh, back to the article. The officer's conduct... Um, aggressively moving in on an impaired individual and backing him into a garage full of tools, immediately inflaming the situation and causing him to pick up a hammer was indeed reckless behavior, um, says this individual's attorney. I mean, I can kind of agree with that, but uh, so let's apply this to, I always flip-flop with comparing law enforcement <clears throat> and military. I don't I don't get to choose my battlefield. We don't get to choose that. That's why you gotta think about when it's cold, when it's hot, when you're in a field, when you're in a kitchen, when you're in a garage. Um, that's why the military has mountain training, that's why we have winter training, that's why we go to the butthole desert in California. Um, I don't get, like what do you, Hey, sir, let's have this conflict outside, you know, in the front yard where maybe it would have been safer, but then, you know, 27 of your neighbors are going to be looking at you. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be, you know, there'll be 27 people and 33 phones. There's... <laughs> just, <laughs> it's, it's almost uh, like I don't even have... I don't have a comment for that. I mean... Like, I mean... It, now a good now a good you know type of civil attorney or or I mean any good attorney is going to have I mean more defense attorneys than, than than prosecutors and even depending on what's going on in the civil process like you're going to put a little bit of truth in there and a little bit of like empathy and a little bit of bullshit and you're just going to mix it all together. You just pizzazz it up. Yeah. It's all the fuck they do yeah. just pizzazz yeah, it up. Yeah, we're going to distract I mean, you over here to make some decision and not actually look at the facts like we can't help that no all right back to back to this little story we got going on all right so the lawyers for the officers countered that they tried to de-escalate that situation and repeatedly ordered the individual to drop the hammer um the appeals court decision uh the appeals court decision they told the Supreme Court um, leaves police in an untenable position um, in which they face liability and being branded unconstitutional actors even if they act responsibly in self-defense. So that's why qualified immunity exists because we're going to be put into lose-lose situations. Um, because of somebody's behavior, shit decisions, whatever. I mean, you literally, you, you put that and turn it around and say it's a fucking suicide by cop, right? Yeah. And then, well, I mean, I mean, we hear it then, every day. We hear their, it every day. The fucking estate, their family, whatever, was like, oh, he would never fucking do that. And then you get fucking sued. 
over somebody's fucking wish to commit suicide by cop. Right. That's the type of bullshit that's fucking out there. Yeah. You know, every goddamn time somebody create, commits a fucking crime, oh, he was a fucking angel. He would have never done that. I know he was carjacking somebody, but he would... Yeah, oh yeah, I know he's yeah, been a, he's been a he's been a registered uh, blood for twenty years. He feeds the homeless, and yeah, you know he right, fucking right. worked for the Salvation Army, and then in Christmas time he rings a goddamn bell in front of Walmart and asks for change. Yeah, they'll they'll always they'll they'll always paint even the worst gangbanger as an angel. And then you tell me when that <coughs> motherfucker does commit a fucking crime, that I'm allowed to get fucking sued just because I fucking smoked his ass because yep. he tried to kill me. Yep. Because you weren't there and you didn't know the circumstances. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to reiterate that last um, that last point, and then kind of the one of the closing statements from the from the lawyers for the officers. All right. So repeating that last part, the appeals court decision they told the Supreme Court leaves police in an unattainable position in which they face liability and being branded unconstitutional actors, even if they act responsibly in self defense. Um, again, if you attack somebody with a hammer that has a gun, that's just, I mean, that's classic, you know, what is it, the Untouchables with Sean Connery? He's like, oh, you brought a, you brought yeah. a knife to a gunfight. That's your goddamn problem. Yeah. That's now, he ended up, and you know what? He said that, got cocky, and then he gets smoked by a Tommy gun outside. Yeah, that's like, how you get your fucking chest cavity turned into a fucking Florida room. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking like, yeah, nice remodel job. Yeah, like so. And then the last last sentence here: uh, officers deserve better than to be put in no win positions. Just said that. All right. In another suit, police were sent to a home in Union City, California. So here's your Ninth Circuit. So way. yeah, this is Ninth Circuit. Um, Interesting thing with California. With California, so there. <clears throat> so if you're a narrow-minded, if well, if you're narrow-minded, period, you just think California is just a complete hole of just liberal bullshit. Um, but that's just what you hear on the news and shit all the time because of those big city centers. There's a lot of good conservative red-blooded Americans in California. Which I've now witnessed. There's also some very good um, departments in California, too. And as a whole, um, their kind of um, standards and first response and some of the stuff they do with, like, the combined EMS and firefighters and... um, There's actually a lot of common-sense first responder stuff going on in California that a lot of people don't get to see. There's a lot of stuff on the West Coast that is light legit, years, legit. seriously light years ahead of yes. any type of first response on the East Coast. Correct. It's actually pretty pretty freaking insane of yeah. just how different the two the two are. And how much like higher speed a lot of the shit out west yeah. is compared to the shit over here. Yeah, it's only like in little it's more like widespread over there, um, for whatever for whatever reason, we might be able to you know dive into that one day. But like, really, there's only like pockets of that. I mean, I can really only speak for the southeast. Like, um, there's only certain pockets that like really have it figured out. Like, 
there's certain parts of Charleston that like yeah. their, their shit's dialed in. Greenville's got their shit dialed in. Parts of Atlanta have it dialed in. I think on this side, maybe Florida is a state is kind of towards the top. Maybe Virginia. It, it just kind of depends. Yeah, I think there's just areas in each little place that's just yeah. they're dialed in. But some of the stuff you see from the West Coast, you're like, fuck, like they got that shit set up. Um, I mean, they get taxed enough to where like you should. <laughs> first response should be oh, legit. Yeah, yeah, it better yeah. be the best God for damn. how much they pay. Um, sure. All right. So, back back to the article. Um, so, police were sent to a home in Union City, California, near San Francisco, uh, five years ago after a nine one one call in which twelve a twelve year old girl reported that her mother's boyfriend had a chainsaw and was attacked. And was going to attack her and her family. Holy shit. Um, so I'm running code to that one, boys. Um, so when police arrived, they spotted a knife um, in this gentleman's pocket. How do we go from a chainsaw to, you know, an Ozark Trail Walmart knife? That's you know, kinda, I don't know. That's kind of disappointing. Well, chainsaw probably didn't run. <clears throat> Well, yeah, because you got a—it's like ten dollars a gallon for gas over there. <laughs> he didn't have enough for fucking. Jesus yeah, Christ! He, he couldn't mix the gas. I don't have enough money for murder. The four and one mix was just too expensive. Golly! So, um, so in another big thing they do over there, they deploy beanbag rounds like quick. So he gets shot with one of these beanbag rounds, which still hurt like fuck. Um. I haven't been hit by one, but I've seen. Um, I've shot a bunch of them, but I've never been shot I've by one. I've seen what it so. produces, and uh, I mean, it can still break some bone. Like, it can still break a rib. Yeah, I mean, uh, it can. Yeah. Like, it's gonna fucking hurt. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but a beanbag is considered non-lethal. Um. So he was shot with one of these when he lowered his hands. Um. In apparent confusion at the orders, uh, police were shouting at him. Um, so maybe there was he so it's California he has a Hispanic last name so maybe he didn't understand look we we know he speaks gun so yeah everybody everybody understands violence but I mean we all it's probably a super stressful situation I'm gonna give this dude the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean there. Are, I mean there's even there's probably a hundred people yelling. Once you get in a stressful situation, it's like everybody just goes yeah. brain dead. He's all fucking jived up. Everybody else is all yeah, jived yeah. up. You know, right. it is what it is. But anyway, yeah, that's benefit of the doubt. Yeah, back Still, to the article. We're gonna guy. yeah, so. we're gonna start uh, talking about the Ninth Circuit here. All right, so it divided U.S. courts of appeals for the Ninth Circuit uh, reversed a lower court's judgment for the officer ruling that. Controlling uh, precedent at the time put police um, on notice that kneeling on the back of a prone, non-resistant suspect is considered excessive force. Attorneys for the police told the Supreme Court in a brief that the kneeling move used on this individual is, quote, standard field procedure. So when you get anybody proned out, yes, because that controls the individual um, there's some people that you know hey you want to do it at like uh, like sh- in the shoulders middle of the shoulders um, there was places uh, like Minnesota 
that uh, said it was okay for you to uh, kneel on somebody's neck, um, which that's that's dicey. I mean, that, that's the easiest way to control the body is control the head and the neck, but people fuck it up so much. Because, I mean, BJJ guys and, like, wrestling guys will argue with that all day. Um, but not all of that you can apply constantly and safely yeah. on the street. Um, so, anyway, so the last part of that, <laughs> to reiterate, this is standard field procedure. Um, everybody does this when you prone somebody out. You are putting something on that body con to control it. Um, me personally, um, if I, whenever I have done this, I, it's almost like a reverse, um, it's like a revolt, a reverse full mount. Um, you know, sitting maybe, cause I'm not, and this is just, not every officer is going to do this, but I'm, you know, six feet, you know. 200 pounds, 215, depend, you know, and then with gear, it's like exponentially more. Yeah. Where I'm doing like, I'm doing a full mount, but they're on their stomach. So I'm like slightly below the buttocks. You know, they're not, I have enough control over the legs to where they're not, um, you know, kicking, you know, kicking yeah, the back yeah. of me or kicking anybody else, putting those legs together, um, you know, and then leaning over and having control over that upper body and then getting, getting hands and getting that motherfucker into handcuffs. But that's what works for me because of just my size and I know I can get somebody in that position just because that's yep. that's what I practice and that's what I roll. However, um, other deputies that we know of, very small females, 100 pounds, 120 pounds, you know, they're 5'5", five, 5'7", five, five, <laughs> unless they're literally doing that to somebody their size, they're not going to be able to do that to somebody our size. Um, Fuck, a knee to the back's not even going to hold them down. <clears throat> right. So that's why whenever I do stuff like that, I'm getting that I'm getting that full mount. I'm not on their neck. I'm not on their lungs. Yeah, they're on their stomach. But the faster I have control, the faster I can put them in cuffs, the faster I fucking get them up. Um, and I always do, and I always reiterate that with, you know, any of, any of the guys I'm working with, I'm just, hey, we're getting him up fast, period. Um, okay, what was that, like rabbit hole number seven? <clears throat> All right, back to the article. Um, the officer appealed to the Supreme Court in May, asserting um, that, the, that briefly placing a knee on a prone suspect was not excessive and that the tactic is, quote, employed hundreds, perhaps even thousands of times a day by law enforcement officers throughout the country. Accurate statement. Um, the lawsuit is one of several challenging the police tactics of pinning prone subjects. Um, earlier this year, the Supreme Court sent back to the lower courts a suit um, against St. Louis police um, brought after officers that handcuffed a man and put their weight on his back inside a jail cell. That's one of those things where just to get control of the subject. Um, there's some people that are just gonna be, for me to fucking control a human being, you're gonna, there are some people that don't have the uh, capacity for violence that are just gonna be uncomfortable with that, no matter what we do. 
Well, it go for me. It goes back to what you talked about earlier—the lose lose situation, right? <coughs> you fucking don't control somebody, and ha- there ain't but so many ways you control somebody who's prone. There's not but so many ways you get handcuffs on a guy who's not being who's being fucking belligerent and not listening to you, right? And then, Lord forbid, you don't restrain this guy or you leave him to his own fucking vices and he hurts himself. Now it's your fault, too. Why don't you restrain him? Well, if I would have restrained him, you would have fucking got mad at me because I put a knee on his back. Yeah. Yeah, but then he hurt himself, though. Yeah. But you would have got mad at me and put a knee on his back. Yeah, but he hurt himself. It's still your fault. Yeah. Lose. All right, motherfucker, what do you want me to do, then? Yeah. Lose, what do you want me to do? Lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. Um... Yeah, so that that that's that article with qualified immunity um, that's touched on in in all the academies. I think we have to have it. Um, I do too. It's just, you know, I mean, if an officer legitimately fucks up, I mean, yeah, hold them accountable. Like, I get it. Um, that's happened within our state. That's happened within the county that we're in. Um, I mean, we see it. All the time. I mean, we see the same thing on the news that everybody else does, but then we just have, you know, from our experience, we're going to have a different, a little bit of different context in it. And sometimes, if it's if it's local enough, we'll know even e- even deeper. Now I'm making a stretch here. This is this is kind of a stretch, but you know, let's say they decided to kill qualified immunity, right? Kill all together. So you see everybody and their brother fucking suing law enforcement civil court what stops that from being a slippery slope and you just suing for fucking everything where you're suing EMS for not getting somewhere quick enough suing fire departments for not saving your house and it just keeps going on Mm -hmm. and on Mm -hmm. and on and we just let it fucking happen well honestly that's one of those things where I don't know I mean I'm Maybe I'm taking this to the nth degree, but it just becomes such a slippery slope where nobody's going to do the job, and then we're just going to, we're literally just going to slip into fucking anarchy. Yeah, nobody wants to fucking do the job now. No. I mean, it's already, I mean, we're already in fucking Sioux Nation. I mean, I mean, I know you had it written down to talk about this, but you already have a job that a lot of people are, depending on where you're at, you're overworked. You're stressed. You don't get yeah. paid enough. Well, no. I mean that. That's a per- that. I mean that perfectly and leads then, into that. Perfectly leads into what we're talking about. And, I mean, and then here you are in a, in a career where you got to worry, waiting <laughs> on the Supreme Court to come to figure out whether or not that you can get sued for everything under the fucking sun. Right. Like, <clears throat> it's fuck. That's fucking stressful in on its own, right? So, yep. Yep. you have all this shit that makes a fucking job so much harder than it needs to be mm-hmm. on that aspect and you, these are jobs that not everybody wants to do in the first place mm-hmm. like most people that do these jobs for the most part I mean we obviously know there's there's some that don't that there's a calling to it there's a reason why you want to do it but you also have to be able to like feed your family and shit as well correct and Fuck, man! Like you use, you lose qualified immunity, and you have a family, and you do something that's not even bad enough to get you fired from your job. Like you fall within policy, but then are sued civilly for everything, and you lose everything you got. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you supposed to do then? Yeah. Like, 
Well, it almost it almost makes it's almost like it's a part of the broader. I don't want to call it a plan, but just stuff that we've been seeing currently where just like with COVID, people want you to stay in your homes. They don't want you going to all these places. They don't want you to socialize. They don't want you fucking going outside. Um, It's like you don't even want to go out there and help anybody. It's almost like you're isolating yourself. And I mean, that's like, that's like, it's unnatural for humans to be fucking isolated and shit like that. I mean, it's, I mean, that's a whole other I mean, that's kind of rabbit hole-ish right there, but I mean, it's definitely a part of, like, we are supposed to be, like, a part of a community. I'm supposed to talk to my fucking neighbors, which people know their neighbors less and less and less. I ask that to people every single day. It's like, well, we, I mean, certain, and not anything I'm seeing really today is criminal. Have you, have you gone over there and talked to them? It's like, no, well, I don't feel safe. No, you're just a bitch. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes, You're just a but, fucking bitch. Right. But we, you know, say it a little more tact- tactfully. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously. While we're, while we're on the clock. Um, not to say that I haven't said it once or twice. But no, no, I like that transition right there. It goes into, so Instagram is our biggest and favorite platform yeah. for now. Um because you can still put a paragraph or two, put up a sexy pic um, or meaningful pic or, you know, whatever. Some people don't like me using the word sexy. But um, we've been seeing a lot of pages. They're sharing, you know, kind of like recruitment flyers. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we pay this much. If you've got this much experience, we're letting lateral transfers. We'll, we'll pay your moving cost. You know, after you, you, know, you stay for a year, you complete the academy, you get these, like, multi- uh, thousands of dollars uh, bonuses <clears throat> I mean honestly and there are some places that um, pay a lot better than others and that's that, that was one thing that um, so I think I was talking to some about this the other day so when I was uh, so I'd already decided to get back into law enforcement I was sitting uh, at a very small municipality uh, where, where I kind of got back in the game and got recertified. Um, and I saw a flyer. I saw that flyer that I think everybody has seen by now, at least everybody that listens to this podcast and might listen to it in the future, uh, for the Alaska State Troopers. Like, literally, their pay window was, like, seventy-five to, like, $100,000. Yeah, I think they start at seventy. And they go up to a hundred thousand. Right, right. So that just depends on uh, you know years of experience. If yeah, you yeah. got whatever your military experience is, wherever you're, you know, if you got a degree or not, stuff like that. <clears throat> um, and that's what kind of made me start looking around to where I made the move where I am now, um, for you know professional developmental reasons and all that. There's been a lot of pages. By pages, I mean just you know, you know, pages on Instagram, which you know, about half of those uh, bleed over into Facebook. Um, some of them get into articles um, that are outside of those platforms, and um, I mean, it's 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 a recruiting tool. Um, some of these places are paying better than others. Some of them have, you know. It, 
a lot of people it depends with those recruiting tools like what matters more to you because there's some people or by some people I mean some departments that will pay like all of your health care mm-hmm. 100% health care you don't have to pay health care it's just part of the fucking bill you get paid because I know with mine I see where my dental comes out I see where my vision comes out I see where my medical comes out I see where my I see where my child support comes out which is my which is my highest yeah. which is my <laughs> highest quote tax yeah um, that's you know on a personal note um, <clears throat> There's some places that will pay you to move. I've seen some places that will pay you ten grand in moving cost, no matter what. So that's up to you to move wherever, and then you get the rest. Yeah, bitch. So I mean, just I will get me a you. So for Alaska, <laughs> they say Alaska will pay me ten grand in moving cost. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get the cheapest U-Haul possible. And I'm going to put everything that is the most important inside of it and make sure it's a big enough one where I can fucking haul my Jeep. Yeah, I'm not yeah. fucking leaving my Jeep. And I'm fucking driving cross country. I bet I can do all of that for like three. Well, not with gas prices nowadays. Yeah, you're right. Because once I get over the West Coast, I'm fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Still. But. Daddy's going to be putting a couple G's <laughs> if I go to Alaska. That's all I'm saying. So... Yeah, I mean, I haven't compared because I know the cost of living there is fucking outrageous. So that was... But I haven't... So let's just use the Alaska example because that's the one I've really done a lot of math on. I've talked to a couple guys about this. So I did this when I was working at the smaller municipality, making less than I am now, but the cost of living in South Carolina is always the same unless you live like right next to Charlotte, in Charleston, in Greenville, like in Columbia. Yeah. so I did the math on it on a on a legit website. I didn't just fucking wing it. It was like on like Nerd Wallet or some something where it was, you know, doing uh, you know price of living comparisons. Yeah. It's like, hey, if I pay these kind of bills here, I'm gonna pay these for the same thing. I'm gonna pay a little bit more here because Alaska everything costs more in Alaska. Yeah, it does. Everything costs more in Alaska, and you know, in South Carolina, if you've got a degree, you've been in the game a couple years, and you do a little bit of overtime, you're going to be in the 40s. Yeah. You're going to be in the 40s for for your income for a year. And I remember when I did the math, it was like, hey, if you go to wherever in Alaska and the cost of living is higher, you only have, it was in like in the 50s. Fuck. Starting for going to Alaska would be 75. I'm fucking Gucci. So I will say this. All right, so actually check this out. So if you compare it, I want to look this up. So your starting salary at the NYPD is 42500 which we know for New York, that's probably below the poverty line at that rate. But the salary after five years increases all the way up to eighty. Over $85,000. That's a big jump over five years. That, including holiday pay, longevity pay, a uniform allowance, yeah. night differential, and overtime. They have, a night, they have a night differential? Yeah. So is it like a percentage um, for working at night? Yes, so, so that's over... So you have the potential to make over 100000 a year. So most people I've ever heard of work for NYPD all make six figures. 
They all live outside of the city, so their cost of living is lower. And they make fucking bank. Then they move down here. They retire, then move down here and become a cop for a little bit. Yeah. You know, they, they live yeah. like goddamn kings. Yeah. Um, plus all the other... Sh- they have unlimited sick leave with full pay. 25 vacation days after five years of service. Jeez. All kinds of other crazy shit when it comes to... There's probably some I'm just, good... It, it, well, a lot of the northern... Uh, yeah. Then they have a know, whole bunch of Departments in the shit, north right? have like a lot, of now, benef- a lot of benefits. I would never go fucking work there. But... I'm, so, not, I'm not. I'm not going up north. Then to go back and by to, north, I mean northeast. I'm not going northeast for so, anything. So then I want to look up the Anchorage Police Department to see what, like what theirs was, right? Because that's a fucking shithole. Anchorage PD compared to troopers. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fucking garbage place, by the way. Don't let anybody tell you that fucking Anchorage is cool. It's fucking dog water. It's fucking <laughs> just warm. It's just dog fucking water. homeless everywhere, dude. It's like jumping coveys of quail, and it's just fucking homeless. Ugh. And they're all fucking hammered drunk and fucking high. Gross. So their entry level starting salary is $71,800. So that's what you're starting out at. I'd still be making cash. They're having, so you got. Still be making cash. And you go to their fucking website and it's nothing, it's broken down into Alaska residents, out of state applicants, and lateral officers. So I bet, you know, I click on, I mean. So what's the difference between a lateral officer and an out-of-state officer? So lateral within the state? That's what I'm, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, It looks like their testing and shit is different. But up there, I mean, you have to recruit out-of-state. Because I just don't think you have. You just don't have the bodies. You just don't have the, yeah. You don't have the bodies in Alaska. Um. You really just don't. I mean, yeah, it's li- I mean, it's literally one of the last frontiers, like on the on the planet. Yeah, I mean, if you just read, th- I'm reading through some of this real quick. Like, yeah, I'm surprised they even have half the shit they need. They want you to make, but so uh, so. Outside of the the qualified immunity, so qualified immunity is obviously going to hold up a little bit more in red states. So, any of the South, Midwest, uh, oh, you yeah, know, the bread get, bread basket in the middle, um, and then and then Alaska. Um, obviously, there's red pockets in every single state, but you got to think of what your state courts are and your state court of appeals, and then if you're if you're in the fucking ninth district out west <clears throat> um, so with picking the right department let's talk about uh, so qualified immunity is one thing to look at another big thing has been um, so of course there's always like oh like who's going to pay more potential for promotions I mean that's standard profession, yeah, that's, that's stuff, standard yeah. professional professional development type stuff um, kind of, so one of the big things recently has been vaccine mandates we have even seen this in South Carolina um, and it's also of course it's present present in other red states because every red state always has a blue city center um, you know even Nebraska and the Dakotas there's always a little bit of blue oh, yeah. wherever there's oh, yeah. population density that's just part of the game it's just how it works um, with the vaccines, 
that's just another one of those things where I encourage people. It's like, yo, if you don't want to get the vaccine uh, for what for for whatever your reason is, and and you don't want to have an employer force that upon you. You know, I mean, fucking stick to your convictions and fucking go somewhere else. You can go anywhere else within any state. I mean, I'll say that. I mean, Alma. I mean, maybe some of the small ones. It might be a little bit weird, but like, even within any state, you can go somewhere that meets your standards, that meets what you want, that uh, might be able to pay you a little, a little bit more. But even with stuff like that. I will it, it's kind of like kind of like that little ratio like how much bullshit do you want to take for how much you're getting paid yeah very similar to I mean, here's a here's a <laughs> fucking bro bro example here is the fucking hot crazy matrix how much crazy you want to deal with to be with a hot chick or whatever that chick may or may not do to you know make you happy and please you or whatever or, or whoever your partner is, it's a, that hot crazy matrix can apply apply to dudes too. It's yeah. just like, hey, like, hey, how attractive are you? How much money you got? How big is your dick? You know, how good can you like wh- whatever your standards are. That goes to your personal, whatever you want to do personally, and then whatever you want to do professionally. It well, can be applied to both. Just one's a little bit more crude than the other. Well, I think that argue, well, that argument is, is going to lead. This is going to be. It's not necessarily a rabbit hole. It's kind of the same, but it's it goes a little bit deeper than that. But I think a lot of it, when it comes to like that vaccine mandate bullshit, Ooh. is just like it is like with the military right now, right? So and we're seeing in the military bad right now. Well, they're forcing you to take it. It's mandated, right? So you can either. Get the fucking vaccine, and a lot of people are getting the vaccine because, like, look, man, they're like, I have to have this is my career. If I want to stay in this, you've already sacrificed however much part of your life to be part of this organization. Why let a vaccine keep me out, right? But if it is, if it means that much to you, then by all means, stick to your convictions. But I think a lot of people look at it too as like, well, fuck, man. I got kids, family. Mm-hmm. I don't really have mm-hmm. a direction to go outside of the military. So as much as I don't want it, I'm just going to fucking get it. Then you have the same. We have, and then you have the other people who are like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stick to my conventions or convictions. And I'm not going to fucking get it. I have a plan. Or I just want to get the fuck out of the military. Now I have a way to do that. But... The government, DOD, or whoever the fuck you want to look at it, because I know it's been talked about being put in bills about what type of discharge you're going to receive when you do decline this. And these motherfuckers are wanting to give you an either other than honorable or a straight-up dishonorable discharge, which will fuck you up for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, getting a dishonorable discharge is the equivalent of getting a felony. And it's the equivalent of getting, like... Domestic violence. Yeah, like a bad felony. Like where like you're not getting fire. Like where you're, like, you potentially not get firearms. Yeah. And enjoy certain rights. Right. And they're wanting to take it to that extreme over a goddamn vaccine. 
and what I was talking about with the rabbit hole is... Well, a vaccine that's not even... It's we not could, a vaccine. We could Over a go, fucking... The COVID... The mandatory COVID shot. We could we could go through that, but... And it's the same as what people talk about, too, when it comes like, law enforcement. Like, well, what... You know, what do you think is going to happen when they finally do enact martial law or all these law enforcement guys going to go against the American public just because they need money to feed their families yeah, and blah, blah. Yeah. That's what I was talking about with the rabbit hole. Like, yeah. It kind of all ties in together. So, I mean, look, I necessarily don't want to get the vaccine, but I also don't give two fucks whether I get it or not. I've yeah, been there full uh, of yeah. so much shit. That's I mean, I what? Go- that's where I was going. So just in the last two weeks now, in the last two weeks... I've had an anthrax and a flu vaccine. Right. Right? I get right. an anthrax booster every year after, what is it, a six? It's a six or eight shot series. Then it's a booster every year. Six or eight shot series. Yeah. yeah so that was, so. Full disclosure, I got the Pfizer. One and two. It had its effects on me. Like, you felt shit like the one day. Like, my right arm swelled up a little bit. Like, standard shit. Um, the interesting thing with me was the first one I got a kind of a midsection trunk rash. Which, by the way, I read about that. Um, so, and I, in, in, when I was younger, I had a lot of allergic reactions to stuff. And that was actually why I got... So, the last time I had a legitimate trunk rash was to, I mean, I think I was like under a year old and I got sick with something and uh, I got like a, a, a amoxicillin shot, like in the, yeah whatever that family is, that sulfur-based, um, you know, type shot is. Um, and I was like, that, that was on my, like, hey, do you have any allergies? And I put amoxicillin, whatever the sulfur family is or whatever. And um, when I was initially applying for OCS to, to formally be a part of DOD again, I had to get retested for that because you, you just got to get a waiver for that. That used to be a disqualifying thing. It's, it's just like, oh, you got flat feet. You can't be in the military. <laughs> That's Which not, is weird because I'm it's allergic. Not, it's not 1942 anymore. Because I'm allergic to amoxicillin. I never had a waiver. Yeah. So they said, well, Marine Corps. That's all I have to say. Marine Corps. Um, so did that. Wasn't allergic to it. I haven't had a reaction to that since. And then when I grew up, I had like less allergic reaction stuff. Yeah. And it was mostly like like unwashed clothing and chemicals and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. It wasn't like peanuts and crawfish <clears> and... Like bullshit food allergy. Yeah, like, like all these fucking kids have today. Like, dude, they yes, even fucking yes, look at a peanut yes. and they're fucking Any, swell anyway. up or some shit. So, <clears throat> goddamn bullshit. You crazy. know, I had gotten the shot. In my deciding factor, a lot. Well, I mean, there was. I think one thing that made a lot of us uncomfortable was <clears throat> the unpredictability of the type of person that got it. Um, there's a person that I work with that you have met that was a very a very large, fit man that got put in the fucking hospital. Like he was, if he had not put on, if he had not been put on the level of oxygen they provided at the hospital, 
he would have died. And he's one of the most, I mean, generally, I mean, he's not a cardio guy, but he's a very fit, grown-ass man. Um, and I was like, damn, dude. Like, And that was the first time I saw it personally. <clears throat> I already knew, like, kind of from the symptoms that I had probably had it before. And then um, between you um, and my partner at work, and, and we're we're all military guys that I'm like th- thinking of that I talked to about this. Man, when I went to boot camp, I got shot with so much shit. Like, and you're talking about like six series and eight series shots. Um, and I don't know how many of those are actually that many. Oh, who are we calling, baby? It just started. Did you go? It just went straight <laughs> Siri up, on its own. What up, girl? Fucking spirits. Um, <clears throat> they're listening. Um, I was like, dude, at Paris Island, I'm pretty sure I got stabbed 50, 60, 70 times. Like, there was one time we went down a row of docks, and it was like, left arm, right arm, left arm, right arm. And they're just going down your arm. They're just going down your whole goddamn arm. And then you got the peanut butter shot at the end where they fucking stick you in the ass and they tell you to fucking roll on it or it'll fucking hurt more. Oh. And then you go look at your medical record and it's like five things. But fuck. I mean, there was... Shit, there was one year I got like... I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just being kind of they give paranoid us, about it, but just... I I'll, got three different flu shots at my, once. Right. So there's been multiple years where a lot of people in the military, they'll get... Because they'll try to give it to us Like every... the same fucking day. Like, we're going to yeah. give you the fucking intravenous fucking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. flu shot. Then we're going to do the fucking nasal. Mm-hmm. And it was like, dude, just a walk-in fucking vaccine. No, I do understand. So, actually, if you want to like to, to listen to a really good... Somebody who plays devil devil's advocate really, really well... Mm-hmm is listening to Joe Rogan's podcast where he talks to that doctor from CNN, right? I haven't listened to that yet. I'm not it's a, good, I'm it's not good. A, I'm so, not a Spotify guy, so I haven't listened to it yet. So the only I, thing I saw where he like called him out about the fucking horse tranquilizer shit, he's like, look at this. like." So there was more than that. So basically, you know, that guy works for CNN. He's on CNN all the time. He's basically on the panel. Was it Sanjay Gupta? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's... He's been working for CNN for... Yeah, yeah. And he's... Our whole life, like... And he's also, he's a neurosurgeon. He's not a virologist or anything. But, you know, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure he's still, you know, relatively well-versed with that shit. But Joe, you know, he goes and talks about basically the viewpoints of people in America of, hey, man, look, like, I got it. The survivability rate's good. Yes, there's some people to get it and die. That's, that's super unfortunate. But for the most part, if kids get it, they're fine. And myocardia, myo, whatever it is, it's like I think it's inflammatory. Basically, around the heart area becomes inflamed or something like that. Well, the vaccine causes it. That was the thing that it was like. That's what it was causing, and that was interesting too because the the people that it affected was like. So it was like young boys. 
right. military age males. It was, what it was it was young boys. So he was saying. He I mean, it was like point. it was like fourteen to twenty five. Like um, it was really specific. Yeah, and he was like, so basically, which is concerning in itself because that's kind of like a. Yeah. I kind of view that as just an additional attack on masculinity. Yeah. Well, he was like, look, he was like, if you're one of those people that like, if my kids get designed, if to, my kids get COVID, mm-hmm. pretty solid chance they're going to survive it. Right. So why risk them getting some crazy inflammatory disease from a vaccine that they don't necessarily possibly need to take? Right. Especially if the vac- you can still get it and transmit it while being vaccinated. Right. And he kept trying to push that like point of like, look, I get that you're trying to tell me that people need to get vaccinated. He's like, I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means. He's like, I was going to get it. Some things didn't work out. And then now, I, you know, I've had COVID now. And then like you tell me that the antibodies from getting COVID are usually a little bit better antibodies than what the vaccine is going to give me. Now, maybe right. they might not last and everything else as long. And that's why there's a booster for the vaccine as well. And I know for a fact that a lot of it comes down to, you know, I know that a lot of it comes down to the viral load you get in the first place. That's with a lot of, you know. That's with a lot of stuff. That's with a lot of stuff. Like, same way with anthrax and shit like that. Um, it's about the amount that you get into your system in the first place. The vaccine and COVID work on everybody differently just from their genetic makeup. And somebody with this type of genetic makeup, the vaccine is going to do this for them. That type of person with a genetic makeup, the COVID is going to attack them that certain way. So there's so many unanswered questions. And there's we have had no longevity in studying any of it. Well, it hasn't been long enough anyway. And I think that's what gets people. It's not that you know, they're scared of the government or anything like that, but they the just... government. They don't know the long, what the long-term side effects are. Now, regardless... And then, too, when you tell them, that, hey, you can still get it and you can still pass it on. And people are like, well, what the fuck do I need to get some random shit put in my body for if, you know, it's not going to change anything except maybe decrease my symptoms? So, I understand it. I mean, I'm going to have to get it here next month. Um, that is the deadline for well, us. I saw, so. I saw something where uh, they weren't like... Oh, man. I can't remember where I was listening to. And I know I was listening to it because that's, that's basically, basically what I consume all the time is just, you know, podcasts and audio stuff. Um where they were like, hey, dude is in the military. You got to get uh, got to get the vaccine. And he wanted the Pfizer one. That's the only one. He was like, all right, cool. I'll go get the Pfizer one. People make their decisions off of whatever. I mean, I, I did my research and I decided on the Pfizer one. Um, my significant other decided to get the Moderna one. But that was her fucking decision. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, whatever. Like, my relationship with her has not changed because she got the Moderna and I got the Pfizer. Like, the fuck? Um, 
anyway, this individual that was in the military couldn't find the Pfizer one where he was, and uh, his chain of command started getting on his ass. And they were like, well, we're going to fucking kick you out. He was like, well, I want the Pfizer. Like, I'm okay to get the vaccine. I just want the Pfizer one. And they were going to kick him out because he couldn't get the Pfizer one wherever he was. I'm going to assume it's the West Coast. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty fucking dicey. Um, so we went down a fucking... That, that's our corona uh, rabbit hole. Um, so that really... We're going to finish on this note of like going to departments, jobs, institutions, whatever. It, it doesn't even really apply just to first response or the military. It's really any job because there's some places that require it and some places that don't. Some states that are cool with it. Some, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just it applies to like, like any profession, really. Um, but we're going to finish on, uh, well, just this, this segment, and then we're going to take a little break here in a second. Um, on everything we've talked about up to this point <clears throat> kind of goes into uh, the recruiting aspect of first response that I think is going to have to, it's, we're going to have to take it up to the next level um, because it's getting harder to recruit EMS. It's getting harder to recruit uh, full-time firefighters along with volunteer firefighters. And these are all kind of professions or part-time professions that we've all talked about. It's harder to get reserve officers, law enforcement officers, full-time law enforcement officers. Um, and we talked about, you know, the, the pay out in Alaska. Um, but <clears throat> I don't want to move to Alaska. I'm, I'm past, me personally, I'm past that part of my life where I can make, you know, that, that, that journey out west. For me personally, if I hadn't had uh, my kids, I would be out west right now. 100%. Mm-hmm. I would be, would it be yeah. Montana, Alaska, Wyoming? I would have made that move if I hadn't had my babies. Not yep. me, you know, not me, me have my babies. Like, we're not weird like that. But if I had not had children yeah. with their mother um i can't make that move to alaska i can't make that move to you know casper wyoming or jackson hole wyoming or some big department out west um maybe florida which desantis was like hey if you're a certified law enforcement officer working somewhere we're you don't think they give a fuck about you, and it's pretty obvious who doesn't give a fuck oh, about their yeah, law enforcement sure. officers. <clears throat> Come to Florida, five thousand dollar bonus. We're pushing for a five thousand dollar bonus. Now, what? <clears throat> anybody that's listening to this is familiar with any of the bonuses that have existed in the military. Is that going to be five thousand lump sum? Is it going to be five thousand over five years? Who fucking knows? I'm sure there's stipulations. Who? who I'm fu- sure. Who fucking knows? But Governor DeSantis is also big about putting where putting the money where his fucking mouth is. I was about to say, what, it, what other state delivers. have you heard of where they're even fucking doing that? Yeah. As a state, I haven't heard of another one. As a state. Florida's a, becoming its own goddamn country right now. Fo- Florida? I'm going to say something controversial. Shocker. Florida? 
is doing better than Texas right now. Florida is being more Texas oh, than Texas right for now. For sure. For sure. Florida might be the second South Carolina here shortly. <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, yeah. it, it's Yeah. It's the truth. Well, it's one of those states that it can it can carry itself. It's a fucking wild. Florida place. can carry itself. It's a Ohio can carry itself. Texas can carry itself. Um, California. I don't know. They're in so uh, they're in well. They debt. require they're in debt so bad. I don't think they'd be able to do it. But technically, they should be able to do their own thing. All all. I don't think they have their own drinking water anymore. <laughs> yeah, it all comes from yeah, it all comes from off the mountains in Colorado and Nevada. Um, so, I so the, so this recruiting thing. This is one thing that I had been talking about um, locally here in South Carolina. There's some places that do it a lot better than others. Recruiting, I've seen uh, Rock Hill recruit very hard. Like mm-hmm. they'll have billboards outside the academy in Columbia, which is counties away from Rock Hill. Yep. Um, and it depends, you know, how involved you are, um, how much of this recruiting you see. If you're already in law enforcement, uh, there might be certain things you see or don't see if you are or are not already in law enforcement. Um, but the recruiting aspect in the first response world is going to have to get on par with what we've seen out of the military for decades. Well, I'm gonna, I mean, what do you? So, yeah, what do you? What do you think of that, real quick? Well, just recently, um, not looking at any of the law enforcement shit, but just looking strictly at firefighting. Like it came about that Mount Pleasant was looking for firefighters, and then. Next thing you know, all these articles came out about how shitty Mount Pleasant gets paid. How shitty firefighters get paid at Mount Pleasant. If you know anything about Pleasant, like that's a fucking nice place. Mount Pleasant is a has a lot of fucking money, and yet they still pay their firefighters shit. Here's a whole bunch of shit that came about when all those like uh, pay studies came about. They started looking at you know, doing studies compared to all around the other parts of the country. And then you start to see other places in South Carolina doing the same or talking about it. And then you look right here in the Midlands where just, I saw an article earlier today where West Columbia was looking for firefighters, opened up the floor to lateral moves. So from other departments, you could lateral right over for engineers and captains. So within the same county where I left in Lexington. All the way up to captains? Yeah, they're looking for engineers and captains. Holy shit. Right? So everybody that I was in the department with, that I, that I grew up in that department with and went to the academy with, are all engineers now. Right? And they've been engineers for a little while now. Like, like John, you know, John, for example, is, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. With no more than 10 miles away, they can leave lateral transfer and make like 3,000 more a year starting. That's significant. They're only making like 41 after being an engineer for a couple of years, but yet you can literally 
go just drive 10 miles down the road to the next firehouse and make 3,000 more, 4,000 more a year and probably work less. Now, is that department any better? I wouldn't say they really necessarily are, but I I think the workload is probably a little bit less. So you just weigh your options at that point. You don't, have, you know, maybe no mandatory overtime like one department has. Well, and that's and a big like that. that's a big thing that can weigh on people. Um, maybe you have to take now a couple, a couple, a couple thousand over a year is not that bad. Um, if your stress levels are lower, it's like, am I happier? Mm-hmm. Um, there's somebody that I haven't had a long sit down conversation with this uh, with this guy, but there's there's a guy that came over from a neighboring agency that came over to our county, and he took a couple thousand dollar pay cut. But just because of how the agency worked, he was like, dude, I'm so much happier. I'm so much happier, and my stress level is, it is down mm-hmm. significantly. He was like, he's like, bro, I lost like three, four K a year coming out. Now, now that's just standard pay. Now you can make you can make that up. Yeah, you can definitely In make that up. In first response, you can make that up. Work a Carolina game, work some fucking OT, and most of the OT in South Carolina, overtime is like easy money. Yeah. yeah. You're sitting at a sporting event. Um, you're sitting at a business. Um, that overtime is usually not working the road, not working shift work. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's some places that do that do, do that. I did that. Um, that's how I became very burned out at the municipality yep. I was at before I got where I'm at now. Um, I don't know. Just people just got to fucking look at that shit. No, you definitely got to look at everything. You, gotta look you at have everything. to look at everything. Because there's some people that I've seen, you know, some 10-year, 10, 15-year, 10 you know, that window kind of guy. They, you know, you're going to make generally the same wherever you go. This, you might not want to move to the you know complete opposite side of the state, um, but you're going to look at you know the comparisons of okay what are the what are the county benefits benefits compared to the state benefits. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing that, and you know that exists in every single oh, state. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. just dogging South Carolina because what what county does one thing over another? Yeah, like it just everybody's got their everybody has their perks and their disadvantages. Mm-hmm. The pros and cons. It's going to exist wherever, no matter what. But, so, let, let's kind of, let's circle back. Oh. Let's circle back. Pull a fucking Jin Pasaki or Pasaki or Warm Saki or... I don't fucking Ginger yeah, Happy, I don't happy, happy Hour Saki, whatever her name is. So let's fucking circle anyway. back. Fucking, so just, let's go opinion because this is opinion-based show, right? So, recruiting for first response. What's 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 something that Bobby would do for recruiting for first response in South Carolina? Because that's what that's what we're worried about the most. Midlands, South Carolina, whatever. 
I mean, obviously. Because we know recruiting. We're educated motherfuckers. We went to U.S. We went to SEC school. We um, have gone to separate side of the states for uh, professional development. We're both in the military. I mean, the, I mean, DOD's the best recruiter in the United States. Um, I mean, if you can talk people into going to the Marine Corps, you can talk anybody <laughs> into anything. Also true. Um, um, I think you got to look at it's a couple different things, right? So. The money aspects is all is always there, but for the most part, money is one of those things for first responders that also doesn't most of the time doesn't really matter. At the same time, right? Especially if you if you want to get into it, some these will go to the first department that'll pick them up, right? Mm -hmm. So money's not necessarily the greatest thing, but I would say upward mobility and additional like what am I trying to look at? Or say here so extra things to do you want to be on SRT you have a chance to do that you want to be a dog handler you have a chance to do that you're a firefighter you want to have the chance to you know be part of a you know on a swift water team or vice versa benefits gotta have fucking good benefits you possibly gotta give somebody a fucking pay raise that is educated they have a college degree, you might want to pay them a little bit more than somebody who doesn't because most people that have a college degree want to at least see a little bit of a pay increase for their fucking time that they spent in college. Yeah, because there's a lot of places, it's, it's kind of funny, and I know even in our short, what episode are we on? We're on 39. How many episodes have we had where we compare the benefits, specifically um, pertaining to student loans, comparing being a teacher and being a first responder. Bro, we've, I would we've, say maybe half. We've I'll venture and say maybe half. Because I'll fucking dog a teacher in a second. Look, there's... I'm going to try not to dog nobody because I could dog. There's a few fucking professions that I would just want to fucking ream out. Um, right, very specifically in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to, that one kind of grabs my fucking gears. Uh, yeah. But it's like, you know, when I, when I started working for the county, when I was a firefighter, when I got hired was right before it is when they cut out any extra pay for somebody with a college degree. I saw zero pay increase for a college degree. Yeah, you could look right across the county line and you got a pay increase for having a college degree and you got a pay increase for any other concentration you had, let's say, as a firefighter. So you're a hazmat guy. All right. Another thousand dollars, paramedic. Another thousand dollars. Blah blah blah. We didn't get fucking none of that. Mm -hmm. So also at the same time, when That's you hire those... people, nobody's going to ever <clears throat> want to continue learning and better themselves yeah. and put their personal time in. Yeah. A lot of the times, because they're going to see no 
there's no reward for their effort. Yeah, there's no reward for the hard work. Now, regardless, there's also a lot of people out there who don't care about that. Mm-hmm. They want to be a better person. Yeah. No matter the cost, it yeah. doesn't matter to them. Well, I think there's a lot of. Maybe there's um, some other pieces that need to be it. It needs to supplement a college education. Just because you get a degree doesn't mean you're going to be a better cop. Oh, it doesn't mean you're. It doesn't mean you're going to be a better firefighter. Um. But there definitely needs to be, I mean, I'm, I'm a very big proponent of, of balance. There needs to be something that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, a very, a really big complaint um, by our, our buddy Corey um, that works for, for Valkyrie, for VTS. Um, his experience in the Army for some reason, is does not compute and is not respected by a lot of counties in the state. So I actually had went through this whole conversation, what maybe two days with ago? him or somebody else? No, somebody else. Okay, I brought this up. We had this conversation about two days ago, actually, in this class that I'm in now. Which I'm because there, there's I'm a lot of people. Class. So kind of a in in. We can have, if I can fucking corral Corey. I mean, Corey's been on here, what, two times? I think I had him on last episode or episode before last, and I had an individual sit down with him. Uh, we need to have one with the three of us. Um, but we'll get we'll get there because so, he's actually local. But And, and this um, kind of this ties into what we're talking about. We're recruiting, right? So, and you know this, so you join the military, and when you join the military... What do they always try to tell you? That the military is good for you when you get out. And right. We also I mean, it's, know it's, it's essentially a resume booster. Yeah. And, and I've told that I've told people that re- repeatedly from the beginning of my time in the Marine Corps to even most recently since I've gotten out. If you see USMC on an application or resume, it's a Plus now, depending on where you are, is it a plus one? Is it a plus three? Is it a plus five? Whatever your but pay, whatever that kind of scale is. But where I'm getting at though is how many times have they told you <clears throat> something like, "Hey, you're going to get a college credit. You're going to get three college credit hours for taking this class." And then if you're dumb enough, you believe them. Then you go out in the fucking real world, and not one motherfucking college gives two fucks about one. Three hours of credit, or whoever the fuck said they'd even give you credit for that class. Mm-hmm. There's no goddamn college that's worth fucking going to that's going to give you credit for that. They're like, yeah. the fuck out of here. Oh, so you fucking ate crayons for three hours? You're not getting a credit hour for that. Right. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you have that aspect. You have shit where. God damn it, I lost track of where exactly where I was going. Oh. Well, we gotta write your notes, bro. Kind of like, uh, <laughs> like Corey. Well, like, and then something I talked about earlier this week of okay, so very few states do this. Well, very think, few states. So, and I think you've been running into it a lot recently. Where, um, and this comes down to kind of the classic comparison of, uh, and even now it almost doesn't matter if you're NCO, 
you have a college degree. If you're a officer, an officer officer within the military, commissioned officer, you have a degree. Um, where you're fucking... I don't want to say yours, but a lot of entry-level commissioned officers that, that, that think just because they have a college degree makes them fucking better, they ain't worth a fuck. No. So, like, the next thing with, like, kind of like what Corey's probably touching on is very few states do this. I know Missouri was doing it. Um, maybe Massachusetts is, work, Massachusetts is working on a program right now. Uh-huh. There's like two other states, maybe, and I could be stretching it. There's not very many that essentially you graduate the Army's Military Police Academy. Within those states, you have basically the state gives you a foot in the door to becoming a law enforcement officer. Okay. So, all right, keep going. I'll add. That's the thing, part of recruiting, right? Okay. So, let's say you're in the fucking you're a guard recruiter. You're recruiting for that and then you're a law enforcement, you're going out and trying to recruit these dudes who are in the Guard as an MP or anybody like that. Those are recruitment tools. But yet the Army also has a lot of shit like that. Nothing transfers over, right? Like, you can, I can go out and fucking... My commander can sign off on some fucking paper and then I can go out and cut my CDL shit in half and basically get a goddamn CDL in no time. You're driving trucks, even though you're not a truck driver. At all. You're yeah. not even a Motor T guy. You're yeah. nothing like that. Yeah, just some crazy shit. Like, if, okay. you, if it's on your military driver's license and you've just driven that motherfucker however many times you get your military driver's license, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, there's shit like that. There, It transfers over to some areas, then other areas it doesn't fucking transfer over to. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. And none of these other departments <clears throat> ever recruit you based on that, or the army never the army lies to you about a lot of it. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh man, that shit will definitely go over to civilian order. You get civilian order, and they're like, dude, you're fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> all right. To so to put some of what he said into context in terms of South Carolina. So, um, if you're an MP, if you're an MP. A very common thing. If you're an MP in the National Guard, should you have to go to the full basic law enforcement course at the academy, or should you have to go to the special basic, um, like I did when I got recertified, which is an abbreviated law enforcement academy for the state of South Carolina? That's kind of a comparison. So... Which this is interesting because you're an MP that's never been in law enforcement, and then so you were law enforcement military, but then firefighter, civilian side, and then Seaburn military side again. Where I, I did not study law enforcement in college. I was not law enforcement in the military, but then I was in, but then I was full. Like yeah. I did, I did the full law enforcement training in South Carolina. And then I've been, I mean, I'm, now I'm law that enforcement. Being, now, now, with that being I've said. I've been in it for five, six years. Like, I'm, I'm there. There is there is still a huge disconnect between military law enforcement and civilian. Correct. And they don't teach you enough. Correct. Military side. Like, Correct. So, 
I don't have a problem with people going to the academy. Mm-hmm. Now, you could cut out probably some of the dumb shit. I'm sure there's some dumb shit in there that you could probably cut out. There is, but there's there's either um, you either get I mean, the full Monty or the half Monty. Like I mean, South I think, Carolina's already fucking short. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's probably not too much better than... I mean, I went what? Yeah. So I went I mean, 2009. I, I, think, I think in South... Personally... So, it's been a long I time. think personally, I think in South Carolina, if you are an MP or whatever the MP equivalent is in any branch, security forces, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you know, what is it called in the Navy? Master of Arms. <laughs> whatever else in the men's department. Fuck them. Um, they, should, <laughs> they should... If the DOD is teaching them what they need to be taught, constitutionally which is the first test yeah in the South Carolina Criminal Justice Academy yep. is all constitutional stuff which people have failed which super duper concerns me which um, hell that is what <clears throat> online now right is it a lot of that that part is online now correct um, which we can we can talk about that at another <laughs> time which uh, is, yeah in some situation that's that 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 filters a lot of people at the front end but then there's also a different dynamic of of people that it doesn't filter through. Um, but if you're if you're an MP, whatever military police and in all the branches, especially in South Carolina, you should be in abbreviate you should be in some type of abbreviated program to be a law enforcement officer in South Carolina. I I, I think until somebody proves to me. Otherwise, I mean, honestly, with probably how short. Mm-hmm. The, the academy is here. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, like, like I said, I did. I Which took, we do have a short academy here. So when I went through the MP school, especially now, when I went through, it was a, when I, when I went through, all right. So when I went through the police academy or the law enforcement academy here in South Carolina, it was twelve, twelve weeks, thirteen weeks. Some of the stuff I get confused between between no, law, between law enforcement. It's a seven day difference. Court. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's it's it is a boot camp length school. Yeah. Um, and then of course, I was in the Marine Corps, so we do thirteen weeks because we want to do more weeks than anybody else because we're Marines and we're fucking assholes. Um, I don't have a problem with any of that. Um, I don't. Know. Some is longer. Some hit on different things. It, it's just, it's the classic, like, federalist, anti-federalist. Like, how much do you want involved? How much do you not want involved? Or yeah. How much of a standard do you want across the board? How much do you not want standard yeah. across the board? Um, I mean, I, th- I think with first response, there's certain things. So, like, with first response, with, like, nursing, I don't know. Real estate, working on like anything where there's like a real like standard. I'm all on board with there being like a a, a nationwide standard. Like if you want to be a cop in New York, and you're just like, dude, fuck this, I want to go to Alabama. Like I don't think it should be that much of a problem. If you're selling houses in North Dakota, and then you want to sell houses in South Texas. I don't think it should be that much of a problem. 
No. You're still selling fucking houses. No. It shouldn't be that much of a fucking difference. Yeah. So there's some stuff that uh, that I think it should be streamlined. But I don't know. That's not really up to Aaron or Bobby with what's... No, what's, no, it's... Yeah. But, I mean, that's... That all falls in the recruitment, too. Yeah, of, so of I, like mean, I, things, I just think it really man. depends on, like, the fucking area. Because I know... I mean, when I first moved down here, I was really... I was like, man, where am I going to work out? Like, I don't want to do, like, push-ups, pull-ups, and running forever. Like, I want a gym some yeah. days. Like, when I go to the gym... Like, I... In my workout life, I like going to the gym more than not going to the gym. Um, like because when I don't go to the gym, if there's something physical I do, it's going to be like hiking. There's not going to be any push-ups, pull-ups, yeah. like any kind, any kind of shit like that. Um, so when I found out that it was that I had a free membership to a certain gym in my area because I worked for the sheriff's office. Dude, I'm fucking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a recruiting tool. A free gym. That is a recruiting tool. Yeah. And a lot of places, that's 30 bucks you don't have to spend every single month to go keep your body right. Which, I mean, I mean with, with CTG, with Valkyrie, with a lot of other people that we follow, a lot of people that we share, um, you know, being ambassadors with Combat Iron, like, we put a premium on fucking working out. I mean, it's really amazing. Um, so I'm still in the process of getting on the special response team or, with where I'm working. And it's really amazing. So I, I, I was invited to go to a training the other day. They, they let you go to training before you apply for the team, right? Or you qualify for the team or they choose you or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it was really... I don't want to call it amazing. Maybe kind of just because I wasn't exposed to it, so, so kind of eye-opening with who was in shape and not in shape. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know who can who you know when you're in a stack, you're fucking grabbing on the back of somebody's vest and you're fucking holding an AR-15 in your right hand. Who can fucking hold on an AR-15 in their hand for you know a minute? It doesn't sound hard. But go do it right now and, you know, start your little stopwatch on your fucking iPhone or your Android. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. I mean, we're really getting in the weeds in some of this stuff. But recruiting, you really got to dial it in where, wherever you're at, whatever state you're in, whatever city you're in, whatever county you're in. Just, But there needs to be some type of a recruitment effort. You know, if you're in the upstate, why aren't you going to the upstate schools and going to jobs fairs? If you're in the low country, why aren't you, you know, at Trident Tech, yeah. at College of Charleston, you, you know, every other week? Why aren't you walking around campus? You know, if you're, um, you know, just example, down in Charleston, if you're, you know, a city of Charleston officer or a, uh, you know, a county deputy and you're, you know, any type of interaction you have with some young adults um, down in the Charleston area, like, why aren't you... There, there's a certain degree, or there's certain times where you need to be shaking hands and kissing babies, especially in first response, because you're it's kind of it's it's community it's a community thing. Well, it's like even on my team, you know, we hire from within the army as a whole, and 
we did get like just we were plagued with shitty applicants and shitty hires because you applied to be on the team you know there's a there's a physical aspect and then an interview and everything just like a normal job we weren't getting quality so we were like you know what we're going to go out we're going to try to fucking recruit ourselves and we go to you know went to my old unit recruiting you know trying to recruit somebody from my old unit that you know we look for people who have a particular set like MP having to be one of them have a good many on the team or you know and trying to find somebody who doesn't fucking suck ass mm-hmm. because that's what you have to do if you want to be a part of something that's fucking shit hot you go out there and you find go getters yeah. now sometimes it's hard even when you're looking and doing the right type of recruiting people are just fucking lazy and don't yeah. want to do it or they just they don't your understand pool, it your or, pool is only going to be so big and I yeah. think <clears throat> a big um, a big part of being military and first responder in South Carolina is your pool is a lot smaller than most of the country mm-hmm. but we also have like even though our pool is smaller our proportion of motivated individuals I think is higher that's the South. C- correct. It, I'll, yeah. Kyle, Kyle will, <laughs> Kyle, our buddy, our CTG brother, will push back on that um, just from the special operations perspective of how, like, a percentage. And we're just going off numbers. Sometimes we go off numbers, sometimes we don't. Like, we'll get into the weeds of some of that. I think that's a good discussion to have with Kyle and maybe some special operations guys that he might have. Um, in his personal circle, but um, yeah, I'll especially be in, especially with me. Well, with both of us. I mean, you're South Carolina National Guard, and I'm in the fucking Marine Corps. I mean, we're fucking Southern service heavy. And Kyle can say whatever he wants, and we're kind of setting him up for failure here. But Kyle can say whatever he wants about proportion of special operations being from the Northeast or New England or whatever the fuck, at the end of the day, where did fucking Kyle come? Kyle came down here. He's from New Hampshire, which is a which is a dichotomy in itself. Yeah. yeah. Up there up in New England. And he's a very he's a very patriotic, conservative man and I know I know his his wife, I know his wife's family. I know his I know his uh, mother and father and his, and his brother um, and they said fuck it and moved down to Florida so that gives you a fucking sign right there where they're fucking you know DeSantis groupies yep um, <clears throat> but uh, there, there's definitely something to be said for the southern and southeast kind of mindset when it comes to service I'll, I'll, I'll stick by that bias forever yeah I mean, both of us had the opportunity to go wherever the fuck we wanted. I mean, but we stayed down here for a reason. I mean, yeah. 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 I'm still here for a reason. Yeah. No, I I mean, that's... And that's... That's a deep... That's kind of a deep hole when it comes to... You know, we're both of us always joke around about going out to the West. But we're 30 and we're not. We're still down. We're still down here. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. 
for me, there's a there's a very a very thin line that keeps me. I'll take you know what, if it, I have really other than family. I mean, that's why I'm here. Yeah. But I love the South, and then you know I, I grew up here, so there's there is yeah. that. You know, and I work here. That's a big thing too. Is you know I work here. Yeah. Um. And I do like what I do, so I can always move to one of those teams out west, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Those motherfuckers don't do anything. They're yeah. they're whack as fuck. <laughs> so if I fucking move out that way, it's because I'm growing long yeah. hair and a beard, and I'm fucking true. Just living out in the goddamn woods. True. You know, riding a goddamn buffalo around. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't plan on really going out that way until. Well, and part of that even... My life's a little bit different. So so with you and me, it's a little... I mean, I guess like our... our, uh, um, What do we want to call it? Like if you... Like if you put like a score on being like genuine, like from the South and your reasons and, you know, whatever your fucking ethos is or whatever, um, our, our, our score is a little higher than Kyle's. Because well, he's a, yeah. because he's an implant, yeah. but I but that 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 led into why we made CTG and some of the stuff that you know maybe we not be we might not be in a large scale right now and maybe we might not ever like I I, I don't really know I mean we're we're all basically pretty happy in our fucking yeah. full time jobs yeah, yeah. Um, I do I mean, we a like lot. we like what we do. Um, so maybe like the CTG thing may not become, you know, we're not, we're not all going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year or anything, but, um, we're generally happy what we do yeah. at, um, at the end of the day. Um, 